Welcome to Steeping Around, sponsored by the Maya Tea Company. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. Joined in studio today by producer Terry Labaugh. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? How was your weekend? My weekend was tough. <laughs> I know what happened to you, too. We had what we will call the Battle of the Fishes. <laughs> Now, what happened to you in Mexico? I did go down to Mexico for the weekend with a few of my guys. We all hang out about twice a year, maybe three times a year. Down in uh, Puerto Peñasco, Rocky Point, Mexico, we take the weekend off, kind of decompress, just hang out. We don't do anything fancy. But and normally, this is like... A totally relaxing weekend. Yeah. Yeah, we don't do anything crazy. We just sit around and play cards and eat and just relax at this beach house. And our normal protocol is we get into town, we have lunch at this restaurant that we all like. We have a few margaritas there, obviously. And then we go to the beach obviously. house. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> And we go to the beach house, which is literally just down the street. And then we generally just get into our swimsuits and go to the ocean. And I got in. We all got in. We're laughing. We're walking out. And I step on a stingray. And it was a shooting pain. I was having trouble walking immediately. And Yeah, they're highly toxic. I think so. I yeah. wasn't on it for very long. I didn't get a really big, deep one. But even the mild one, my foot swelled up for the whole weekend. I could hardly walk around. I'm so sorry. That's okay. They started calling me Hobble. <laughs> Because I was like hobbling around the whole house. There are and, worse and, things and, they could have called yeah. me. <laughs> but you know, like if if the intent was for me to slow down and take it easy for the weekend, mission accomplished because oh. I couldn't do a damn thing. Huh. So it was funny. And you got sick from fish as well. Yeah, I was doing fine until Saturday night. I ate some ceviche that had apparently gone bad because Sunday I was in agony pretty much all day. So. Oh. But uh, at least I wasn't stingray poisoned. <laughs> no, but you're feeling better today, and my foot is better now. It's It's been almost uh, six days, and I'm not hobbling per se, still limping a little bit, but it's not too bad. It's like walking around with a golf ball underneath your foot. Ah, ah. It, was, it was really tough, but I got through it. And, and actually, I think I'm in surprisingly good spirits, all things considered. That's, that's true. Well, now that we're all better, <laughs> we're still talking about Tihin Health. We took a break last week and did a few shows on just emails. But prior to that, we spent four weeks talking about the various components in tea and how they're good for you. Now we're going to get on to the ailments that tea is good for. Today's show, we are going to dive into the old-time remedies, things that people have known tea is good for for many years that we have probably forgotten. This is really neat. It's really neat. Things like diarrhea, dental care, wound care, burns. Did you know that tea was good for that? No. Well, it's amazing. We're going to play a segment from my discussion with Dr. Lodog about these particular ailments and how tea is good for them. And then later in the show, I'm going to go a little deeper because there is more to the story than what we covered in my discussion with her hmm. and how it has larger ramifications in terms of the world's health, especially in Asia where tea is so prevalent. It's going to be a great show because we have a lot to cover about these old-time remedies. So stay with us. We'll be right back here on Steeping Around. Hi, this is Sarah with the Maya Tea Company. If you've been steeping around with Manish Shah, you've likely heard me on random radio commercials. Although I'm sure I could have had you fooled. No, I'm not a professional radio presence. Actually, I work alongside your host, Manish, during the Monday to Friday 9 to 5, pushing paper and paying bills. And like most of us 9 to 5ers, I require a daily dose of caffeine. Luckily for me, working in the tea business, there's no shortage of caffeinated teas to choose from. But I generally stick to my two favorites, Yerba Mate and Puer Tea. 
Yerba mate is strong and grassy while puer is earthy and robust. When it comes to flavor, these teas couldn't be any more different, but I can depend on both of these to keep me on the edge of my seat, which is really a necessity when you work with a guy like Manish. You can find these wonderful teas, Yerba Mate and Puer, on our website available for sale, but that's not all. Check out the blog section of mayatea.com for a blog written specifically on each of them by yours truly. You'll find a variety of other blogs there as well. That's right, Maya Tea Company isn't just about selling great tea, it's all about education and community. So if you like what you've heard on Steeping Around, you're sure to love what you're going to find on mayatea.com. And if you type the word steep into the coupon code, you can save 15%. Cheers! We're back here at Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea in studio today with producer Terry Labaw. When we began this series on tea and health, one of the things I did was reach out to a very good friend. Her name is Dr. Tarone Lodog. And beyond being a good friend, she's an amazing woman. She's the director of fellowship at the Arizona Center for Integrative Medicine, which is where Dr. Andrew Wall, who's quite famous, that's his group that teaches integrative medicine to doctors around the country. Very famous. And she is amongst America's top herbalists, as well as a very accomplished medical doctor and integrative medicine practitioner. And she is fascinating. So I did a sort of a discussion. I don't even want to call it an interview because if you really listen to the interview, you don't get a whole lot of me in there. <laughs> and so, her. Which is okay. I mean, she knew what we were going to talk about. And she just talks about so many of these things that we were concerned with without a lot of input from me. So I really appreciate that. And we're going to play a small portion of that interview that covers some of the old time remedies that tea is good for. Let's take a listen. It's really fascinating. You can take tea bags, and old-timers know this. If somebody in a restaurant in the kitchen burns themselves, you can take the tea bags, literally like the Lipton's tea bags, and throw them on the burn and wrap it up immediately, um, you know, put cold and stuff on it. But the tannins in those tea bags help heal the burn and prevent it from blistering and scarring. So tannins, which are also found in nature, in oak and witch hazel and a number of other things that we think of as classical astringents, you also have them, these condensed tannins, in teas. In all of the white to black teas, you have tannins in those. So catechins are a form of tannins, which also have some astringent properties. It's why an old remedy, an old remedy for diarrhea is you take some black tea or green tea. It's just a lot of people had black tea in their cupboard 20 years ago when this was more popular. But if somebody came down with loose stools, diarrhea, you would take your tea and you'd steep a tea bag in a cup of water for about 30 minutes. Now, what happens when you steep tea 30 minutes? It turns it gets, very strong. Yes, very, yes, very strong, strong and bitter. A little bit bitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those tannins are all now extracted into the water. Okay, so I mean, it takes a long time for these tannins to really, you know, to get a lot of them out into the water. Then you take that cup of tea and you drink about a quarter cup every one to two hours. And that will act as a very effective astringent for diarrhea. And it's an old remedy, an old folk remedy, but there's a couple things to remember. Tea, the longer you steep it, the more bitter and astringent it becomes. Old people used to take teas and they would 
steep it for a long time, and then they would use it as a rinse for their mouth. And some people would think, well, you know, that's maybe not that good. And I would also say, well, there's actually a fair amount of fluoride in tea because fluoride is absorbed from the soil as well as from the air, and tea has an unusual ability to concentrate fluoride. So when these people had these kind of poor teeth and poor gums and they steeped this tea for 30 minutes, this long period of time, and then they'd use it and they'd swish it around their mouth really well and then they'd swallow, so they'd swish it, swish it, swish it. They'd hold it in their mouth and it would tighten the gums up and make the gums so that they were tighter and the teeth wouldn't become loose. And also, unbeknownst to them, they were getting that fluoride rinse in their mouth, which was also helping to prevent tooth decay. Now, what about bad breath? Have we seen any clinical evidence to support the fact that tea is good for bad breath? Because it's talked about sort of anecdotally in India. Well, right. Sometimes you can get bad breath coming from the stomach. But a lot of this is oral health, bacterial overgrowth, depletion of good bacteria, and tooth decay. So for the fluoride that's in it, the tannins that are in it, how it's helping the teeth. Now, what some people don't like is you drink a lot of tea, and if you don't brush regularly, you can get stains on your teeth, right? But, I mean, tea is a very, very interesting oral hygiene product. And certainly, historically, when people notoriously lost their teeth, many of them in their 30s, 40s, and 50s, which then they had poor dentition, and then they couldn't eat properly and malnutrition. I mean, think back of all this stuff. Tea actually had a very important role, and early physicians and pharmacists would recommend making these strong brews of tea and then swishing them and holding them in the mouth, and they found that it helped prevent tooth decay, loosen teeth, improved gums, stop bleeding gums. For me, I find it very interesting because we didn't know back then it had fluoride, and we didn't know the effect of fluoride on teeth. Can you still have that effect if you don't make it nearly as strong? You get some because you will get some of that fluoride. And remember that the fluoride levels vary greatly depending upon where the tea was grown. And then also if you're drinking fluoridated water, the longer you steep it, the more you get those. And also with the tannins, so you get that protective effect for the gums. This is an interesting thing, and many people don't think about fluoride in tea. Isn't that amazing? She's just awesome. I love listening oh, to her talk. I know it. I know it. I mean, I can sit there when I've gone to her lectures in Santa Fe for three days. We're just kept in rapt attention. She is so great. Well, there's more to this story, and we are going to dive into that. Things like loose leaf tea and health, because she talked a lot about tea bags. Mm -hmm. And also, what are the larger ramifications for some of the things that she said in terms of how tea was consumed for centuries in Asia? And we'll give you a deeper perspective of how important it was for people's health for all of these centuries. So stay with us. We'll be right back here on Steeping Around. Hello everyone, this is Nick coming at you from the Maya Tea Company. Although most of my work is limited to assisting the company at the local Tucson farmers markets, the benefits in working in and around the Maya Tea Company are many. When I first started to work here, it dawned on me that they had a huge supply of yerba mate, which just happens to be my favorite stimulating beverage. It felt as though I was right at home. 
when I used to do a lot of travel and keeping long hours playing in a band and going to college, Yerba Mate was my beverage of choice. I've been drinking Yerba Mate for years now and I appreciate that it doesn't make me quite as jittery as coffee. It has a host of vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, amino acids, the list goes on. Working for the Maya Tea Company in the Tucson Farmers Markets requires that you are on your A-game at all times. And for me, Yerba Mate is the perfect beverage to assist with that. So the next time you're in the market for purchasing some of the finest Yerba Mate, visit us at mayatea.com. And don't forget to enter the coupon code STEEP to receive 15% off. Thank you so much. Welcome back to Steeping Around. I am your host, Minnie Shah, and we are talking all things tea, joined in studio today by producer Terry LeBaugh. We love getting your emails. If you listen to last week's show, you'll know that we do indeed read them out loud. We had the email show, if you will, and we covered great emails that you sent us. In fact, most of your email that you do send us is really quite good. Very thoughtful and great questions. So please keep them coming. If you have an idea for a show or a question about tea or something related to tea, give us a shout. My email address for the show is steep at mayatea.com. That's S-T-E-E-P at mayatea.com. If you're a fan of the show, fan us on Facebook. We have Facebook sites for both Steeping Around as well as the Maya Tea Company. And to get some of the things that we talk about on the show, some of the teas that we cover, and a lot of great stuff, you can visit our website, www.mayatea.com. That's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A.com. We also have a new website for Steeping Around. That's steepingaround.com. Very fun. We still need some ideas for what videos to put up. So if you guys want to give us a shout for the things that you want to see us do, keep it clean and we'll try to put it up on the, <laughs> on the website. It'll be fun to see our first forays into the video world. One of the reasons we're doing these shows on tea and health is because I was asked by Fresh Cup Magazine to write a couple of articles on tea and health. If you're interested in reading the articles, you can find them at freshcup.com. That's Fresh Cup Magazine out of Portland. Wonderful magazine for the tea and coffee trade. Now, a couple of things that Dr. Lodog covered may need some more detail. One of the things that she spoke about is a lot of tea bags, about putting tea bags on wounds. A lot of that is based upon the fact that we were talking about old-time remedies. Uh And, you know, for a long, long time, especially in this country, all that was available were tea bags. But we have to look at it a little bit more from a historical perspective. For many, many years, there were no tea bags available and everything was loose leaf. So the question is, can you get all of these benefits if you use loose leaf tea? And the truth is, yes, you can. And in fact, I think you'll even get more. I would think so. I think that the idea of using loose leaf tea, even for things like dental care, is a great idea. You can still steep it for 30 minutes, steep it long, and really get all the astringency out, and it will still be good for you. And as far as wound care, you can still use loose leaf tea as a poultice, like either green tea or black tea is fine. Go ahead and steep it for four or five minutes. Let the astringency come to the surface. The astringency is that acidity, that bitterness. Let it come to the surface. And you can then take those leaves and just kind of apply them directly. Gentle warmth on the wound is quite soothing and it will help tighten things up and has a great, great effect. Now, I want to also put this into perspective because we talked about these as old time remedies. Some of the things that we aren't aware of is how they've affected people's health for centuries, particularly in Asia. If you look, the way people drink tea in China oftentimes is they'll take a set of green tea leaves and they'll brew it for like a minute, their first steep, 
and then they would use the same leaves and continue to brew them over and over and over again. Right. And the steep times get longer and longer and longer. And probably by the fifth or sixth infusion, they're steeping it for five, six, seven minutes. I mean, they steep it for a long time. Another way of drinking it is people just throw in the tea leaves into a glass, mm. green tea especially, and just let them sit there all right. day long and keep adding hot water. So the really I've get, seen you do. I know, I do that <laughs> periodically as well. And you can really get all of the benefits out of it, all of the astringency. Same thing in India, when they make chai, that chai is going in those big iron pots on the roadside, mm -hmm. and they're cooking all day long, and they just keep adding a few more tea leaves, a few hmm. more spices, and just continue to cook that chai all day long. So they are getting everything out of the tea. Well, what are the ramifications for Asians in particular doing all of that? Well, first of all, you know, a few weeks ago, I talked about the benefit of boiling water. Right. Right. As being a huge thing in places where oftentimes the water was not clean or sanitary. Now you are hydrating with water that has been sanitized as a result of boiling. You know that when you boil water, it does not taste good by itself. Adding tea makes it taste better, increases your chances for hydration, increases your chances of getting really clean water in your system everything's better. Wow. Just that, right? That's amazing. That's just, a good start. I never really thought of it that way. That's either. right. I covered it in our show when you were actually gone for uh, your that honeymoon. Yeah, that. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but then if you add this added benefit of taking this astringency and this fluoride and you're increasing the dental care and the well-being of this person, now you're also improving that person's nutritional life. They get to keep their teeth for longer. That's their gums awesome. are better. They're able to eat properly for longer well, thereby especially extending in life. a in a culture and point in time where there was no such thing as dentistry exactly i mean if you didn't have your teeth that was that it's was bad, it it's you a bad were done yeah, yeah you have a, you've got to really struggle to survive and so in a way the history of tea and health as we look at old time remedies has so much to do with having kept people going in the right direction alive and vibrant simply by little things by keeping their tea and consuming really clean water pretty good deal indeed. Pretty amazing. Well, next week we're going to move on to some of the more modern studies and things that tea are good for. Things like cancer, heart disease, diabetes. These are big ones. Yeah. And we're going to be chewing on some of these very weighty issues next week. I want to thank you for joining me in studio today. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. And thanks to all of you for listening to our show. And as you're steeping around this week, please remember, don't step on any stingrays. <laughs> it's no bueno. It's no bueno. It's no good. See you next week.